0: It's the Tillcast, episode
1: 377. Pause for pause. And this week, guys, we talk (laughs) more Division 2, more satisfactory, and days gone. Stay tuned. Dog farts are terrible.
0: Puppy!
1: (laughs) And we're back.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's stillcast. It is the tiltcast. <clears throat> we are back. Uh, Nine sixteen uh, May third fridayish Friday ish something. Is that tricorder. That's what that's what I heard was a tricorder. No, it's the that's OG.
1: A... It's O. It's the OG Star Trek communicator. Oh, I oh know. communicator. I'm you sorry. I'm not as a, much as Star Trek. You gotta. Right.
2: You gotta. That's the yeah. one that you flip out. Yeah, uh, which the inspired the flip phone, of course. Yeah. Uh, that's great. That's awesome. Um, that is I a need great to sign. Turn my great down. Well, uh, I still have the uh, the Mega Man Chinese uh, sound. So, as we're getting started, I'm Nos. Uh, I'm Rusty. I'm See? Jason. And there's well, that's the
0: uh, the work phone. The work phone. Yep. And we are back. It is a a Wiggly episode. I have a Wiggly puppy in my hands. Indeed. If you hear cries, if you hear weird noises, it's probably the dog or me. One of
1: the two. Yeah. Or if you hear Justin spontaneously go, ah! Mm, yeah, There's or, that. you
0: know, if you I know. suddenly get off air... I've Pu- Puppy th- likes eating beard. Yeah, uh, puppy it's... does like eating beard. Uh,
1: She's uh... kind of stinky right now. I need to give her another bath. Not too often. She... Pu- i dry her skin out. Pu- puppy stink. Puppy...
0: Yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh... Just to preface the show, it's an M-Reddit show. If you haven't already figured that
2: out, we say fuck a lot. Fuck.
0: We might talk, make some dick jokes. It just happens. Things pop up. Penis. Quite often,
2: but <laughs> um, not our penises. Not 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 collectively at the same time. That's yeah. just weird. Yeah. On a one table, <laughs> table of bricks. <laughs> um, the the table goes from one uh, one leg to four. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're going to hear about
0: 30 minutes of bullshit.
3: Bullshit.
0: And we're going to talk uh, several more minutes of gaming. Mm -hmm. And in between, you will hear all sorts of
3: things.
1: (sighs) Usually whatever pops into our head and isn't real well thought out. No.
2: This is not a scripted show by any means. No, but there are... I I don't know what we're going to talk about when I walk into this place, which is great. It's freaking
1: freeing. So, that being said... Jason, what have you been up to? Uh other than finally getting some relevant time in division again this week. Oh, oh you played more division than me a, for the first time in a while. I got like 6 hours in this week. I I got well, That found, sounds great. Or... um so you beat me. I'm officially uh just about to 400 gear score. Oh, you're about to catch up with me. I cannot get to tier four because I can't seem to be online same time as NOS or, and my wife still hasn't gotten back into playing yet.
0: I really just need so, a text
1: message. It just. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. You you, you need a text message. Right? Well, and also, I've been playing
0: PS4, so I haven't seen you
1: online. So you, yeah. you, really, if you texted me, I would well, know what I was doing. And I also n- knew you probably had stuff going on in the house with the puppy, so I didn't want to bother you this week. I've got a system down now. Um, it's not a perfect system, but I have a system. He's worked it out. Um, but along with that, really, uh, I started uh, on top of um, watching episode three of season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. We oh, can't really say shit about totally that. Totally epic. We
2: can't, ta- we can't talk
1: about we this. We can't. We no, can. because
2: fucking Twitter and Facebook would
0: have ruined the fuck out of this, had I had not watched it real time.
2: I um, I have not uh not totally been spoiled on it though. I do know what event happens during that because Twitter, and Facebook, and all that decides to uh, to go um and spoil random bits for me you know these people that put shit up on the fucking internet that um you know it's
3: that,
0: like it's like, like people
2: that want to say whoa what about that thing when that thing happened you're like Will but, you but shut the fuck up some of them are trying to be subtle but in their their attempt to be subtle they're not um yeah you know, not everybody could be as as much of a mastermind as you, Rusty. Well, I uh, I I try not to uh, to spoil things. Now around the table, I mean that's 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 difficult for me because no. I I have I have watched a thing that you two have not watched.
1: No, so, I do have to uh, I do have to say so. The way I watched it was on my phone. Oh, that with fucking the HBO sucks. Go app.
2: Oh boy! You didn't
0: rewatch it on um, a larger
1: screen. I will should. this weekend, but because um, oh, you got to catch your wave ab- up. Yeah, but to be able to see it so that nobody at work could spoil it for me. Yeah, you're that- like
2: in the fucking toilet watching it, <laughs> like catching
0: snippets <laughs> in between was, work. That was like it's break time. It's
1: Game of Thrones for 15 mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I watched it between a break and my lunch. Um. so there were parts of it that were really too dark for me to see
2: oh yeah you're, you're gonna need to watch it on a bigger screen so
1: I'm gonna have to rewatch it on a bigger screen but I mean I got the gist of it I will say this for what they did in that episode they did a really good job of changing things up enough to keep you interested in the episode this episode could have gone really boring really fast mm-hmm. okay well I so they made all the right decisions well, I haven't just seen like anything. usual um
2: so between Game of Thrones and Avengers this week I have been like tiptoeing the minefield of spoilers throughout the fucking week yeah don't talk to me um, about Avengers I I I have seen it. Don't I, talk to me. And this is the thing that you guys have there, not seen there is, yet.
1: There is a part of you that's dead to me now.
2: Oh, s- fuck! Seriously? <laughs> uh, How do you fuck seriously? Like you have is like that the serious was that, face? Was that missionary with the intent of birthing a child? It's well, I mean, you could try that, there, but I, that I like to think or, of it uh, as being straight-faced with one eyebrow up. It's like, <laughs> are you ovulating?
0: <laughs>
1: or is it know, time that we make the
0: child <laughs> is this how is this how richard roberts fucks
1: <laughs> or you know roughly Seriously. from behind telling the Seriously. woman no with every question she <laughs> speaks just like cal drogo to daenerys in season harder, 1 harder
2: no harder
1: no <laughs> 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 is that the only word you know Yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but so I did that. Um, no. <laughs> I actually uh, got One Finger Death Punch too. Yay! Yay! Hey, I've uh, been playing uh, that. Pretty um, good. <laughs> figured out I'm going to have to install it on the desktop. It kind of kills the battery on my surface. Uh, Yeah. Like, I mean it's Quickly. A, it's it's a game, so Yeah, yeah but yeah. even then I can play uh um I can play Into the Breach, Darkest Dungeon. It's also an indie I can, game. I can even play um uh XCOM. Or maybe your for, surface is for longer on this than I can one finger death punch two. Yeah, well maybe your surface is just not uh not well, uh I think I think some of the problem is uh, the optimization for the Intel graphics mm. might be part of the problem.
2: Yeah, well, there's that, or the you've had Surface for a minute now, so the battery might get might
1: start getting wear out. Wore out so I can still. Hey, um, <clears throat> let me put it this way: I can still stream Netflix for all of seven hours on it. Without having to plug it in.
3: Well, all right.
2: Maybe it's just optimization. Like you said, I don't know.
1: I'm sure it takes a lot more power to to do oh, something uh, with graphics rather than just stream video. Yeah. Well, especially since it's all Intel graphics, it's not. You know, there's no dedicated card to this at all. Um. So I played that quite a bit. <laughs> Um. Jeez. Wow. The puppies escaping. But I also decided to go on a mission. Yeah. And that mission was to rewatch the first five seasons of Game of Thrones before season eight ends. Just oh. because I wanted to go back through and, like, catch a lot of the little nuances I might have missed the first time watching it. uh uh-huh. Because you know they're there. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But,
1: you know. Um, shame. <laughs> plus, I mean, like, one of my f- favorite moments of the show happens in the second or third episode when Tyrion's talking to Jon Snow on the way to the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's been a minute. John asking him why he reads so many books. Oh yeah. Oh. And a and a mind needs books like a sword needs a whetstone.
2: It's uh, it's, it's it's true. One of my favorite
1: conversations of the entire series.
2: But, but, but Tyrion is like.
1: But then again, Tyrion's probably my favorite character. Yeah. And well, um, he's. He was one of my favorite characters from the books. Yes. And the way Peter Dinklage portrays him Mm -hmm. just. Yeah, he's like the best character in the whole freaking thing. Yeah. So. If you watch him closely, he's. And he's the only one of the Lannisters with any kind of honor. Period. Jamie's an ass.
3: Well, Lord he,
1: Tyrion was a fuckhole. <laughs> well, he
2: got shot on the fuckhole, so. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> or Lord Tywin, sorry. Ty, yeah, uh, he got shot. Cersei is, oh. need I say, a cunt.
2: Yeah, well, you know. She does really well with that. The thing is, is that that, that family is really easy to hate. They're very easy to put, you know, uh, put on the, uh, the villain side.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but there are some complicated characters in that family that... There are. Jamie's
1: pretty much redeemed himself at this point.
2: Right. You know, so he's he starts off, like, the very first episode of Game of Thrones as the ass. Like, who the fuck pushes a kid out a window? Like, Not seriously. Not only that,
1: like, hires some dude off the street to kill the kid. Right. And you find out he didn't die.
2: Right. Like, he's... But... I am saying the very first, very first episode ends with him pushing, <laughs> pushing you know him out the fucking window.
1: That like, was like one of the smartest moves those showmakers did. Uh, it was like was make that scene the final scene of the first episode because that got people hooked.
2: Oh, oh easy, yeah, very easy. Because I, I was like, man, this guy's a dick. I want him to die.
1: I want to watch this show and see if he dies. Yeah,
2: I want to see him die. I already know that fucking like you know you know Sean Bean's going to die so I mean that's just stereotypical. <laughs> I mean that's just he died uh, uh,
1: Sean Bean dies all the time like
2: it's stereotypical I mean he's, that's
1: why that's he, why Jupiter Rising sucked well, Sean Bean didn't die right
2: exactly and you know <laughs> Or it, Jupiter it's ending, one so. of the reasons why he's um he he's a, actually a character he's a uh, he, he's a VIP target in uh, hitman so that people can kill him uh, yeah, over and over, in, in different ways, you know. So <laughs> there's poor yeah, Sean. Beard. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of embraced the character as the, uh, you know, as the person who dies most of the time. I wonder yeah. if he's died more in on film than anybody else. Um, it seems like it. I'm not sure, but he's kind of cast that way. Like he doesn't care like, if his character dies because it's like, well, I mean, I'm getting I'm, paid I'm, I'm anyway. Getting paid. It's like, uh, um, it's going to be really weird if there's a sequel and I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. I saw, when I got it, got HBO, uh,
0: now recently to watch Game of Thrones again, it was funny because I accidentally started playing the first episode and I was like, is this a flashback?
3: Uh, yeah. No. I was
0: like, did they, did they get Sean Bean again? And then I got a little further in and I was like, fuck, I'm in the first fucking episode. What he's, happened here? Yeah.
2: He's, uh, He's most definitely not uh, not a candidate
1: for a White Walkership. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> he's too pure of heart. The other most of, the other it's more amazing bad. thing about that the show is is his head. It's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a given. All of the most of the actors who are still around on the show, mm-hmm. they didn't have an acting gig before this.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say the
1: they started on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Kit, that. I mean, there's, Kit Harrington. yeah. Amelia Clark, yeah. Of course, the Stark girls. Well, Hodor was basically he's a fucking DJ. So yeah, Hodor, I mean, Hodor, you hold all, Hodor, hold, all. hold the door,
2: Hodor. So I mean, yeah, there, he, yeah. I, mean, I understand where you're coming from, but uh, you know, he's. It's kind of
1: like,
3: yeah,
1: the what the Star Wars of TV? Ooh. Oh, you with
2: your, like, your shit. Your, your analogies. Your analogies. I know, right? Your shit. A bunch of new actors. Please please don't. Um, so, it, kind of moving <laughs>
0: on from the Game of Thrones <laughs> arc we've got right now, because I know it's kind of the the old I mean, hotness that's I'd,
1: gotten new again.
0: New hotness.
1: Well, I mean, let's face it. It was kind of slow for seasons five and six. Yeah, pick back up in six. Yeah, pick back up real hard.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I just... I haven't gotten there, so you had Re- remind me, and you need you to, need to give me the, yeah. that that magic key of yours, yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm I'm in the position to binge.
0: Um, Let's say, Rusty, have you done anything else? I mean, you're obviously
2: not dead. I'm not dead. I'm
0: not, you're not a cyborg I'm, this week. I'm not
1: dead. <laughs> and thankfully, found out you don't have to have surgery.
2: Uh, I don't have to have surgery. I don't have to have any you know anything. I'm I'm basically. As normal as I was before, um, but now I've got an extra pill I have to take. So yay, yay! Um, it it reminds me to take my vitamins every day. So there's a benefit there, um, you know.
1: <laughs> Especially if you're going back into keto full force. Yeah, so
2: flavors. so I've been kind of on and off keto for a while, like a good while um and Better part of a year now and it's been a little bit more than that on and off i would go on keto for maybe a couple weeks and then go back off of it i just didn't have the willpower for it but now there's kind of there's a couple things that's kind of kicked me in the ass a good friend of ours ended up getting you know uh featured on yahoo and you know and uh oh you saw that too huh? yeah and, and you know showed his story on keto and losing a bunch of fucking weight and i'm super proud of this guy uh, Mike, man, you're just fucking killing it, dude. Mike's been on the show once, hadn't he? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Um, and uh, Mikey, you know, he's uh, he's you know, he's done what I set out to do, you know, initially, and I just kind of fell off. And well, just got he lazy. had more
1: to
0: lose though than you did, too. Well,
2: true, but I mean, looking at him now versus what he was, and I remember, you know, I remember his mindset back then. Uh, he's Completely a new person. Like, he's just, you know, he's got a lot more confidence back, and he's just, he's, he's killing it, dude. He's just killing it. So, uh, super proud of him. Um, and, uh, he, he kind of was going through the same thing I was, you know, I'm going through now. So, uh, it was basically like a kick in the ass wake up call. So, yeah, I'm going back into keto. Uh, and I've been on it for, Uh, a week. So I'm square in the middle of the keto flu stage, uh, which means that I've got basically zero energy. Um, And just trying to, you know, trying to work out like how I'm going to do meals and, you know, and whatnot. So I, I decided, I mean, one thing I didn't do on keto last time was I didn't do fat bombs. And Seeing the fat bombs that you had access to, I was like, "Man, it's not that hard. I could do this." And say, "And just to make some pretty badass ones." Yeah, I, I, I said, "Shit, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do this, uh, this, this fat bomb thing." All right, so um, I, uh, I, I went ahead and I got, I went out and got all the stuff for it. And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do the chocolate cheesecake ones." So it's. Cheesecake bottom with a chocolate top, you know, it's, but it's all keto and it's all, it's basically all fat, you know, it's perfectly, you know, you know, perfectly portioned fat. So I, uh, I decided that I'm going to do this. Well, I have not made anything, you know, a sweet like that for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I forgot how cheesecake works. Uh, and, uh, I, I forgot how to actually, you know, melt things and make things combine. And, you know, I don't have, I don't have a mixer, which uh, I'm, I'm gonna end up getting a mixer if I'm gonna continue this because, uh, yeah, this, the story just tends to get weird. Um, so it's, uh, it's butter, it's coconut, uh, coconut oil and, uh, cream cheese. Vanilla and uh, stevia is, is what I used. Uh, it's, you know, for the cheesecake base. Yeah. Right? Uh, so you have to melt the butter and you have to kind of desolidify the uh, the coconut oil, which doesn't take a lot. Well, I left it on for a little longer than I should have and it started to get a little warm. Uh-huh. And when I added the cheese, you know, the, the cream cheese to it, uh, it I, I, I've learned that... Cream cheese has a few different states of being. It has <laughs> it has the cold chunky, you know, from from the fridge. Yeah. And it has the soft where it's kind of spreadable. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it goes from that to uh, you know, so I consider those two normal. So that's the normal state. Uh, then it goes to cr- uh, to the creamy state when it gets warm, you know, warmed up to a you know, to a point. So that's when things start to combine right yep I'm like okay this is this is combining perfectly fine uh, and then I realized that the uh, the oils had gotten a little too hot so it goes to a third state which is which looks quite like a um you know curdled milk
3: oh.
2: Um. <laughs> so oh, that's not good uh so as I'm mixing it it starts to curdle a bit and I'm like, oh that's that's not that's not good at all. And then of course the uh, I, I noticed that the butter started uh, starts leaching out of it. so oh, of I've course. got I've got like the cream cheese curds in the bottom of this thing mixing together with the oils and the butter is leaching out and I, I noticed that I've got way too much butter. so I have to actually strain the uh, the cheesecake batter, I guess at that point to get some of the extra butter out of it. And I'm, I'm whipping it with my, you know, with my hands whipper and you know, and and it's not enough. And I said, you know what? I'm going to have to bring out what, what I have is an immersion blender. It's not ideal. It's definitely not the right tool for the job, but fuck it. It's what I've got. I was in a, I I was in a spot and I, uh, I grabbed it and I've, jammed the freaking immersion blender into this white goop that I've, uh, that's started to kind of curd up a bit, and I'm like, man, I'm making cheese right now, I think. Uh, and I flipped that fucker on, and I, uh, yeah, well, immersion blenders need to be fully immersed. Uh, You get shit all over the place. (laughs) I, uh, I I wore some of it. (laughs) It immediately splattered up into my face. Did you feel
0: a little bit dirty afterwards?
2: (laughs) I was covered with, like, cream cheese curds and oil and shit. And I like, jam it down into the damn thing and I just kind of, like, move it around as much as I possibly can to get it to you know, to, to cream up again.
1: Were, were you kind of, uh, yeah. uh... Were you kind of regretting the fact you let my wife keep the ninja? I, I,
2: well, I need to get an electric mixer and, and probably a food processor. These, are, these yeah. are two things that I need to get. But, uh... Uh, This is what I had, so I had to work with what I had because, I mean, otherwise I'd have just wasted all of this, uh, all of the ingredients, all of the stuff that cost me all of, like, maybe five bucks. Uh, So I'm in fucking panic mode now, fucking covered in fucking cream cheese curd and, like, jamming a fucking not-right-tool into a bowl, you know, trying to save what I've got. And that's when I notice that it starts to cool down because I've pulled it from the heat at that point, And I'm, you know, trying to get it to, to calm itself. Uh, and it, it goes back to the creamy state. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is good. I've got it back to the creamy state. It's no longer curds. I might have saved it.
3: <laughs> like, okay, like okay, this
2: is this is this is fine.
1: That was your second mistake.
2: Well, I'm looking at this thing and I let it sit for a second as I'm I'm going and getting the cupcake, you know cup you know things. The uh, I don't have a I don't have a muffin pan, so all I had was a cookie sheet and the cupcake wrappers. Right. So I I I, I know this now, but I didn't know this before. Once you put batter into a cupcake wrapper, it needs to have something to hold it, otherwise it starts to flatten the uh, the cupcake wrapper out. Uh, duh. Yes. Uh, so you didn't have I, it on a pan? I, uh, I didn't have it in, I didn't have a cup style pan, I didn't have a muffin you know muffin pan or anything, so I am like spooning the stuff out. Now, cheesecake's not supposed to, you know, do this. I know this, but when I put my spoon into the, the cheesecake mixture... I know that I've got uh, about the right amount of oil when I go and, you know, dump uh, dump the uh, the batter out of the spoon and the spoon is completely clean. It slides right off. (laughs) It's got so much oil in it at this point that it doesn't stick to anything. (laughs) Wow. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to this. This will work. They're supposed to be fat bombs. There's fat in it, I can tell. Uh, so, <laughs> so I fill up the you know the cupcake wrappers as they start to flatten out with the you know with the layer of cream cheese, and you're supposed to, you know, you know you're supposed to freeze it for uh, a period of time to get it to solidify. And I'm like, okay, fine. Through you know, I take my uh, my ice cube tray. I've got one of those automatic ice cube makers in my freezer, as so I take should. the. Uh, take the ice cube tray completely out, dump out all the old ice cubes into the sink, uh, flip the little handle up so it doesn't make any more ice cubes, and I slide that in there. I'm like, okay, first step done. Go wipe myself down from all the cheesecake curds, right? Um, Just completely fucking covered in this. And I'm like, all right, it's only supposed to be in there for 10 minutes, and there's supposed to be a chocolate layer, and the chocolate layer is just coconut oil, cocoa, in stevia just nothing you know nothing super special about the chocolate layer right so i got a little you know you know little measuring cup and i start measuring it out you know and do all the you know do all the prep for that and i've got the the chocolate you know set aside i pull this thing out you know the uh cheesecakes out and i noticed that uh uh, flipping the handle up stopped most of the uh, the ice cubes from coming out of the ice cube maker. But one decided that it was going to uh, to birth itself right into the middle of one of my uh, fat bombs and froze there. Uh, and I've noticed at that point that all of them are solid, like fucking rock hard solid at this point. And I'm trying to pull this fucking ice cube out of this fat bomb, this cheesecake base for the fat bomb, and I managed to do so, but it leaves a big fucking indent, like the Marianas Trench of fucking indents in one of these things, right? Like, all right, this is fine. I'll just fill it up with the chocolate. It's perfect. All right. I'm going to have one really chocolatey one. (laughs) This could be good for me. So... Uh you, you know, I pour in the the chocolate, uh, try to pull the paper up as much as I possibly can so that I've got a little bit of space to, you know, to fill the chocolate in and not spill all over the place. Because uh, at that point, they've basically flattened out into, you know, miniature pancake style. So,
3: um,
2: yeah, I I pour the chocolate in there, just a thin layer over top of each one of them. And I put it in the freezer and I'm like, all right, I'm fine. This will work. I had to put more chocolate into the one that turned into a trench. Uh, okay, cool. This is this is fine. And I pull out. You know, another ten minutes go by. Pull it out, and I go to pull. You know, to get them off the tray. You know, I don't figure this is going to be a big problem, right? Uh, just to get the cupcake wrappers off of the flat tray that I've got on there. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, I was wrong. Um, I had put enough oil into the cheesecake portion of that that it had seeped through the uh, the cupcake wrappers, the paper wrappers that I had, and froze them solid to the fucking uh, sheet pan that I had used. So I am got the pan in my left hand at like a fucking ninety degree angle while I've got my claws into one of the fucking Uh, the the fucking fat bombs and I'm yanking on them trying to get them the fuck (laughs) off one at a fucking time. Uh, And I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. And I'm like, I haven't even got the fucking paper off yet. The paper was all fucking like, of course, frozen to the damn things and I'm just barely fucking getting these things off, right? So finally after like a fucking half an hour of trying to pry these fucking things off and like, you know, peel them. I guess I, I put them into a plastic bag and throw them back into the freezer. I'm like, man, that was a pain in the ass. I wonder how they taste. So I go and I, uh, and of course at this point they're completely randomized, <laughs> completely fucking randomized, right? I don't know which ones which. They're just they they all kind of look the same to me now at this point. I go in, I grab one, and. Um, uh, it's I take a, you know take my first bite of this thing. You know, this is my first taste. I'm like, okay, this is either gonna suck really bad or it's gonna be it's gonna work. It's at that point that I realize that if, when you freeze coconut oil in the freezer, it gets crunchy. It's hard, mm. like biting into a fucking ice cube hard. No you shit. Just,
0: Too much coconut oil, didn't you? And
2: yep. I put, I put, uh, I only put a thin layer of the chocolate on there. Thank God. So, because otherwise they would be impossible to bite into. Because, good lord, that's like biting into an ice cube. So, the first one, can you guess? I found the Mariana's Trench. <laughs> So, you bite into mm. something that's frozen, you're expecting it to be kind of hard, right? So, I bite into this thing and almost lose a fucking tooth. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I bite into it, and I'm like, this can't be this fucking hard. I bite into it some fucking harder, and I'm like, crack.
3: Ooh! Oh, shit.
2: What the fuck? And I look, and I'm like, there's this big fucking divot of chocolate. Right where my tooth hurts, and I'm like, "Oh, that hurt a lot. This is terrible. Let me see if I can like get through this without a brain freeze." Oh shit, it was rough, but it actually tasted fairly decent. And I'm like, "This, this, this is the worst one. If I can get through this one, the rest of them are gonna be cheesecake, right?" Um, <laughs> so I get, you know, I, I, I realize now that. If I'm going to do that, uh, you need to use a very small, thin layer of just straight coconut. Otherwise, it's, it's going to suck for you. Have um, you
0: considered using more butter instead of coconut?
2: Oil. Well, if you've, you've ever bitten into frozen butter, you're pretty much doing the same thing. No, you're um, not. The ones that I have have a lot more butter and very little coconut oil. So, I decided that I was going to instead... Of doing, you know, doing straight butter. I was going to go and get some ghee, cause I could make ghee, but it never turns out quite right. Right. Uh, So I decided, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna spend the eight or nine bucks that ghee actually costs on the fucking shelf, and I'm gonna try it. You know, and and I gave it, uh, gave that another try, and that's way better. But I still have like ten or 12 hockey pucks still in the fucking freezer right now that if I decide that I want to go through the pain of eating one of these, uh, these fat bombs, I have to take it out and put it on the fucking counter and let it get to, you know let it warm up a little bit so that I don't lose a tooth while doing so. <laughs> uh, I will get better at this. Uh, it also prompted me to, uh, to order, uh, the, uh, the 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 silicon uh, cupcake wrapper things, the reusable ones, yeah, uh, so that I don't have um, seepage and I don't have to claw the damn things off of a fucking sheet. Pan. So you can just
0: flip it inside out and be done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I could flip it inside out, and they they stand up better, so I don't necessarily need to have a muffin tin. I'm I could go get one; they're fucking cheap, but just yeah, it's it was. An adventure just to make some fat bombs. And I'm like, man, this is a lot of work and pain. And, I mean, they taste all right, but damn, I don't want to lose a tooth while doing it. So I have to work out a better formula. Use better tools. I mean, Uh, I'm not
0: even using a muffin pan. It's just a sheet pan. I know. And I cut them.
2: Uh, I I was looking at like the piping kits so that I could do the you know the piping out onto a onto a, like a wax sheet or something like that. But <clears throat> it was it was just an adventure. And I don't have all these things. I don't have the tools for this. So I was like, just work with what I've got, I mean, whatever I can pick up at a Walmart at midnight. And there's just yeah, it's I I I did my fat bombs,
1: but I can't say
2: that I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i can truly say i didn't enjoy one thing you did this week oh
2: yeah yeah i'm oh,
1: sorry posting that god-awful trailer in oh, the group
2: oh yeah so sonic the hedgehog sonic the hedgehog had uh had released the paramount pictures and sega sega uh they decided that this would be a good time to uh to release the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog or uh yeah yeah it was bad yeah holy it, shit was it bad like it is fucking nightmare fuel inducing fucking bad complete dog
1: shit the only thing the only thing i'm almost halfway Thinking it might be worth watching this with the kids is just the fact that Jim Carrey looked like he was back in his Ace Ventura Ace Ventura mask form. Yeah, um, very much that style. He's he's Uh, he's aside from that, the rest of the rest of the trailer looked like absolute. Dog shit. So well, they got him Dog playing Shit. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, right? so
2: he's got he's yeah. playing Dr. Robotnik, but the, the version of Dr. Robotnik that you see most of the way through the trailer isn't the Dr. Robotnik is, that you see. It, no, in it's games. very it's, much more real world based. Yeah.
1: Um, um I
2: mean he still has. he's he's not an egghead. He he yeah. still I mean he has the mustache, but he doesn't have like the mustache. Yeah. Like the over the top mustache. Now,
1: Here's the thing I thought was great, and um, maybe this will work out. Maybe it won't. I mean, it, at this point, probably won't really make the movie better, but the amount of shit Paramount and Sega got for Sonic's look, so they tried making him look more realistic. Yeah. With the really yes. muscular legs. Yeah. Gave him actual, like, thighs and calves yeah. on his legs. Yeah. Yeah, it it he just looked like a tiny blue child. With power lifter legs. Yeah.
2: He, he, he looked like a, a tiny power lifter dude with a blue onesie on. Yeah. Uh it was It was really bad really weird looking and what what got me the worst was his face. Like his weird human teeth. Well, his weird human teeth was what the internet actually kind of grabbed onto and ran with, but it was everything about his face. Like, every bit of his face was wrong. Um, it looked like a fucking nightmare. It was bad. Like, you, you could have put that sonic into a fucking wood chipper and showed me the fucking pile of wood chipped sonic and i would have been more all right with that than i would have with that face
1: um (laughs) but the backlash was bad enough that paramount and sega actually basically said through the movie's director um we hear you Uh uh-huh the outrage is real Uh uh-huh uh, we're completely reworking this character. You, you need to. <laughs> Holy fuck. So they
2: decided to try to make a video game character that is an animal uh, more human by adding human features to his face and to his arms and legs and getting rid of certain things about him, uh, namely his big shoes and the fact that he has gloves on in uh, every fucking game. Like, the designer for Sonic, I don't have the name off the top of my head because I'm terrible with names, um, but the designer of Sonic said, where's his gloves? I mean, I drew him with gloves. What the fuck? Why does he have white hands? He should have. be, she, he should be wearing white gloves, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, there's a number of different things that was bad about that trailer. I mean, Outside of the fact that the the plot points are fucking stupid, standard, like get the military involved. Uh, you know, it's standard, fucking, you know, good guy, bad guy type, you know, things. So they didn't do anything super special with it, uh, from what I can tell. But of course, the Sonic character is what everybody latched onto. I mean, Jim Carrey cannot carry this movie because he's not the namesake for the fucking movie, he's the villain. Um, if you watch the movie for the villain,
1: you're doing something wrong. Um,
2: so, well,
1: and what's bad is when you when a bunch of uh, when a bunch of guys on the internet with Photoshop get a hold of a still from the trailer, guys and girls. There guys is a and girls. there there is a uh, um, very talented lady that uh, that did some really good and work on that. Actually, make Sonic look. Better, yeah. than what the actual creators did. So I posted these pictures
2: to that to that thread. Uh, so of course, you guys can't see it, but we're looking at this picture. and the In the left is the, the original, uh, the trailer version, uh, and the the right picture is. Uh, They got rid of the human style legs and made them more stick like, which is what you see in the games. Uh, Brought the
1: the torso uh, shorter,
2: torso shorter, and you gave him the Sonic fucking eyes. Like just the change in the eyes alone makes the difference for that character. Well, that slightly bigger head, and in fact, well, all they did was just enlarge his hands. Uh, They didn't give him gloves, but they did enlarge his hands a bit uh that Which makes it perfectly fine with that makes it like that picture right there the looks modified closer one, to the game looks way better way better uh if, you know just from somebody who's played the sonic games is like okay, and, they this enhar- makes,
1: and they enlarge the head quite a bit
3: yeah
2: it's 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 enough of a change to you know to make me all right with the you know with the thing it's like You've got Detective Pikachu coming out here, not too and you know, not too much time. Like what? Uh, we I week? thought it was like tonight or something. No, it's it's around
0: the corner. Like when I'm seeing trailers for this at work, I'm like, oh, that's
2: the thing. I, I, I think that I think it's coming out next week. Detective Pikachu. It's like the tenth or something like that. I um, Pikachu.
1: No, it come. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's next Thursday, yeah. the 9th.
2: Ninth. Okay. So I was okay, it's very on. much around the corner. So detective pikachu comes you know is coming out really soon uh and i i venture to say that they did a way better job of mixing the you know the characters and making the characters as as close or true to you know the pokemon characters in a live-action film they did a way better job than they did with sonic for sure uh because you know you look at you look at Pikachu on Detective Pikachu and you see a Pikachu. I mean, sure it's got Ryan Reynolds weird voice coming out of it, but whatever, Pikachu. it is it's Pikachu. Pikachu. It, <laughs> Pikachu. There's uh there's there's a few things that's you know that's I, different about that.
1: Uh, you know. Here's here's my big reservation. Now it could work, Why? it could not. So far the trailer hasn't impressed me. What but I do not know about hearing Ryan Reynolds' voice coming out of a Pikachu coming out of a pikachu uh,
2: i i just anticipate this being like the biggest frickin acid trip ever like somebody fucking like slipped the dude a you know slip the dude the wrong fucking brownie and he's just tripping out the entire movie.
0: I think this uh, is one of those things where Hollywood <laughs> is just like, oh, video games make money, we're gonna get some old games and see. Make movies out of them and see what happens.
2: I'm actually cautiously optimistic for P- Detective Pikachu. If they can make Detective Pikachu work, Pikachu, then there is, there is actually a ray of hope for video game movies. Uh, where I'm okay if they suck, to be honest with you. Video game movies just you almost Usually universally suck. suck. They're the almost first all fucking... Oh, God. The first person Doom movie was terrible. Um. Yeah. So there's there's quite a few bad. Movie was
1: almost all right up until that particular scene. (laughs) You you know how bad
2: I am with uh with with uh, with names, right? Yeah. Uh The the fact that I know Uwe Bull's name is uh is is indicative (laughs) of the fact that I know which movies to you know to get the fuck away from. Right. Um. And any movie that he's done, like pretty much any I mean, movie he's for, done has been, has been. For is for all of he its... just tanking
1: them to get the insurance I don't know maybe for all of its uh for all of its corniness, I still say the closest thing we've had to a good video game movie oh boy, hit me is Mortal Kombat oh boy, the yeah. first one. The first one,
2: uh, I, cool soundtrack at the time. Yeah, for the time, yes, yes, and, um, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best either. No, it I was
1: mean, the the script had weaknesses, but I mean, <laughs> diff- I, I I'm not trying to say it didn't, uh, but you look at it compared to like Street Fighter. Super Mario Brothers.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. boy. In Street
3: Double Fighter, Dragon. In Street Double Fighter, Dragon.
2: Roald Julia's last movie, too. Uh,
3: yes.
0: Yeah.
2: That's yeah. so fucking sad. Yeah. Street Fighter is actually kind of like um, that B-movie campy style that's, you know, like, you got drunk one night, you can watch yeah. this.
1: Now, um, that said, along with Mortal Kombat... Um, Warcraft actually wasn't completely horrible. It's not great, dude. It's not great, but I didn't fall asleep watching it.
2: The problem is, is that they wanted to do work, you know, Warcraft kind of like they did Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did think they
1: tried a little too hard on if they had actually
2: if they if they'd gone with a different timeline in that story, they probably would have had a much better movie. Yeah you know
1: but at the same time for the timeline they did pick i i will give them this at least for example the interaction between the horde clans and whatnot
3: yeah
1: it, they at least got that right the thing is so,
2: is if they had gone with uh with uh thrall's story thrall's upbringing true it would have been more of like a uh it, they could have spun it more like a luke skywalker tale uh, yeah, that's true. So he comes from basically nothing and becomes the war chief. So yeah, that's uh, true. You know, and then seeing him um, like turn into a shaman afterwards, I would actually have been fucking thought
3: great.
1: the, I actually thought the weakness to that movie was the human side of things. Yeah, well, not of the orc side.
2: The 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 thing is, is they did a damn good job with Yorks. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't disagree. there. The, the, they did a pretty damn good job with the CGI and you know and the makeup for the for well. The orcs. Not only
1: that, but it seemed like they had better actors voicing the horde. Well, yeah. Than they did. Uh, but I'm yeah. uh,
2: for for the horde, so I was rooting <laughs> for the for the orcs the entire time, even if they were like you know controlled by the Burning Legion at that point through Gul'dan, but. I know too much about this lore. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just going to completely
0: derail it and get back to what the original content you of You probably cast really is. should. Um, I will say that I watch some TV. I will say I watch some Game of Thrones. I run into a spot where um, – so my girlfriend got this dog in, with the intent of giving it to her mom later um, and fully intended on being here to help me with the dog. Um, wasn't able to. Her work called her away for an indeterminate amount of time to Florida. Oh so she is thousand uh, more than a thousand miles away yeah. and had to leave on Sunday night. So I very quickly had to figure out how to adapt to having a dog and a full-time job. Um, a puppy, rather. Yeah. Um. She was crying really loud at night and I couldn't take it. So uh, we got a doggy octagon. Um, so we entered the octagon with the dog. It was like a <laughs> dog tent and it's a playpen for a puppy mm. and it's like what, three feet tall, maybe. Yeah. And about four feet wide. It's basically an octagon It zips up. Um, she doesn't like it a whole lot. So I have to play with her in it to get her used to it, which I'm most of the way there. I've had to pick up a lot of puppy messes and we're beyond most of that at this point. But now I have that in my bedroom when I go to sleep so the puppy will go to sleep. And then I've flipped where I'm sleeping so my head's at the foot of the bed so the dog can see the top of my head and doesn't cry all throughout the night
3: so that (laughs) I can get some sleep.
0: I also don't want her to wee in her little den, so I've been going to bed at about 1 and waking up at about 6.30 every night. Oh, boy. uh, For a week now. Oh, boy. Uh, I've been coming home from work at lunch to check on the puppy and it's basically like having a kid. I mean, not quite, but it's yeah. like the closest I come to ever having a kid. Yeah, you know, she is. She is a special
2: needs case. So, I mean, she's deaf.
0: Yeah. So if I see her weeing, it's not like I can say no. I just have to pick her up and take her outside.
2: And you can't do the normal things that you would normally do with the puppy, like clap your hands or yell or you know or or anything. You have to get her attention in other ways. So it's um, basically
0: I pick her up and then I take her outside and then she. My old dog, Zoe, is uh, doing better than expected because she's so territorial. Mm-hmm. Like today I was, I got home and she was just letting the puppy just like hang on to her ears. Mm-hmm. Um, it's She doesn't get irritated until the puppy starts dragging her down to the ground. <laughs> and then that's when she gets mad. No. Her. She's mm-hmm. just like starts barking at her or hurting her. And like, and at this point, my other dog is really smart. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Zoe, bring Lola here. And Zoe, while the dog is gnawing on her, will come to me and then put the puppy in front of me so that I can pick the puppy up. And if she's outside using the bathroom or whatever and the puppy's getting on her nerves, like, Zoe, bring her here.
2: And Zoe herds the puppy over to me for me to pick up the puppy. Wow. I mean, yeah, she is kind of a sheepdog. So, so basically, yeah. Yeah. So she knows how to herd and instinctively.
0: Yeah. it's been uh, It's been interesting. She gets a little bit jealous. I've been playing tug of war with both dogs at the same time at night one arm with Zoe on a big rope and then one arm on this little stuffed rabbit for the puppy wearing her out in the octagon. Um, <laughs> and in the middle of the night, two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it feels like And at night. Cause I'm trying to make her comfortable with being in the octagon. I'll s- sit in there because it's so big and she hasn't used the restroom or anything. And she's done very, very good with it. Um, just play with her or scratch her or whatever until she gets sleepy. And I've been watching a lot of Netflix while I do that so that I can do something while I'm trying to put the dog to sleep. Right. And that usually takes me about 30 minutes to an hour every night, which is why I'm t- staying up so late. So I get her tired and then put her to sleep and then she can see the top of my head and she doesn't freak out throughout the night. Um, Jeez. And you can see You're right now.
2: You're a this puppy. I don't care. <laughs> she's fucking adorable wrapped around yeah she's got you she's got you she's got you i mean look
0: at her i mean she finally quit being so wiggly and now she's just asleep on my leg yes being stupid stupid cute right there putting your leg to sleep yeah Yeah, she really is (laughs) i keep adjusting her because i keep getting my leg keeps falling asleep but if it sounds weird while i'm on here you hear me say It's because I'm afraid the dog is about to go wee somewhere, and I need to take her outside. Oh, <laughs> it,
2: yeah, well... But
0: I've come the system I've come up with, though, with playing with her in the pen, that's most of where I play with her, so she's starting to associate that more with play, and she's not worried as much or freaking out as much. Now, when Jason came over early so we could play some Mortal Kombat, like, I put her in there, and she was so excited to see me and Jason at the same time, she wasn't minding herself so well in there. No. But we... uh. Throughout the week, I've been playing Days Gone. Oh, yeah? Days Gone. Um, Doesn't have the technical issues that... I was watching a lot of reviewers kind of talk about it, right? Yeah. And the conclusion that one of the reviewers came to, so it was just a YouTube guy and not somebody like an IGN or whatever. right? right? He's like, so when I originally got this game, it was a very different game. It was very broken. It didn't work very well. When they get the day one release, he's like, it actually works. So, like, I'm playing two different games... He's like, so for anybody that reviewed this on day one, because it's a pretty long game, they reviewed a fairly broken game that really wasn't, shouldn't have been in the hands of the press at all. Yeah. So. He's like, so right now, he's like, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm 50 hours into the game again, playing through it again and having fun. And here's what I'll say. So if you saw it at E3, right, you just saw tons and tons of hordes of zombies. They right. call them freakers, whatever. They're still zombies. Fucking zombie games. But... So, there, it's, a, it's a fast zombie game. Does it matter to me? It does some really cool things. So, it's an open world game, much in the, Like, so, think of it, the map about the size of one of the Red Dead Redemption maps, right? Okay. And you have a motorcycle that you ride across the map. So, that's where you kind of get point A to point B. Okay. Um, usually, most spots you stop, you'll find a gas can. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you got to plan your route in a way to find gas. Um, I haven't had to walk my back, back, and that would be fucking horrible, because that would be dangerous as shit. Um... You can't it plays really heavy on stealth. So a lot of the time you can the zombies get stronger at night. Um but they get out of their nests at night. And in the daytime, and they do the same in rain, there's always it's always fucking raining, and it's made in like Oregon's backyard. So it's not an urban environment for the most part, which is kind of neat. Okay. Um They want you to stealth a lot of stuff they want you to sneak around and like i'll give an example of a mission without giving anything away one of the mission the game kind of starts out you're in like a small biker gang i think called the mongrels and It's you your buddy and your wife and then you kind of lose your wife in the beginning of the game not dead but just literally lose and so he's kind of on a quest to find his wife basically all right um, the acting on it is pretty strong, actually. I've gotten teary-eyed a couple times playing the game. Uh-huh. Um, the acting's extremely strong, and so they'll go into the cutscene sometimes when you're doing different story events. Um, but the, uh, the main one of the coolest missions that I did is there's a lot of humans in this game, too. A lot of like rival factions or enemy factions or straight-up crazy people. And one of the missions, I'm going after this person, and I'm looking for this person, and I'm tracking him. He's got like tracker sense. And so you're going through and I'm chasing footprints and I find this person hiding in a like an attic, right? And while I was looking for them there was a bunch of like crazy people kinda of looking for too. And so I'm doing a gunfight. I'm running out of ammo in this gunfight, not picking up a lot of ammo, having to improvise a lot. I've used a lot of my Molotovs, I've used my pipe bombs, I've used all sorts of things. Get into this girl and I finally find the girl and go through a little bit of history of who she is and all this other stuff, right? cut scene ends mm-hmm. got to protect her and take her back to my bike which is on the other side of this little bitty like four stop right and there's a lot of cover well since we've been gone the zombies have come out and are now eating on the corpses for all the people that i killed and so there's like <laughs> several groups and i have like eight shots left that's all i got it's not a silenced weapon you can add you can find silencers like they're basically oil filters that you find in cars sometimes Okay. Um, so I don't have a silenced pistol. I'm completely all out of my AK ammo. I have like two shots for my crossbow and I have two Molotovs. I was like fuck. I've got, I can throw rocks and if I throw rocks I can distract things and I've got a couple of it's like an egg timer on a rock kind of thing uh-huh. so I can distract so distract a real big group with the egg timer thing. Don't worry about killing it. I've got a melee weapon that has some life left in it so if I get in a jam I'll be able to kill a couple. Um, I stealth kill a couple, keep walking back, um, like murder one, just straight out murder one because he pops out kind of in front of me and I just straight out have to fucking murder him. And then I come to my bike and there's a fucking zombie bear and it's the boss encounter. (laughs) And, And what they've got around it is they've got a bunch of flammable things. So it's at a gas station. So there's the gas pumps that I know are flammable. There's a gas, a propane tank. And there is a few, like, gas cans. So I am rolling and dodging and trying to get out of the way of this fucking bear. And I am basically laying a minefield of things to shoot. And you get basically, like, Matrix Sense kind of, like, slow down thing, kind of, uh, like, Max pain. It's a limited resource you can use called Focus. And so what I was doing is I was dodging and getting enough space between me and the bear. And then I'd lead him to one of those things and then blow it up. With one of my few shots left. The only other problem is as I'm blowing shit up, I'm also drawing zombies on top of me on, with this. It became a very tense encounter. I died like two or three times. Oh, wow. Trying to figure it out. Fortunately, it kind of resets things. It doesn't reset right through everything, but like it kind of resets it when I died. Um, it does a decent job of quick saving on encounter to style things like that. So in the open world, you can stand next to your bike and save. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty interesting encounter. I finally lit the fucking bear on fire. And every time he'd get on fire, he'd run away for a little bit until he put himself out and then he'd come charge him back. Um, and then after I did that, of course, I'd drive the, the, the person back to the town that I was going to to save the person. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just a really interesting encounter. When you're going through random – you'll run through random events, kind of like a Red Dead kind of thing, mm-hmm. where you'll have – my leg is so asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even feel my toes. Um, <laughs> so, like – Oh, you'll run across, it'll have like a little question mark and go check something out, right? And it plays kind of like a Resident Evil in the way that there's a lot of limited ammo and you have to scavenge for ammo. You can buy ammo at the trading post. Um, you get, they call them bounties, basically they're zombie ears. So as you kill a zombie, it looks like a playing card over them. And then you walk over it, you pick it up. So like for each one of those, each type of zombie is worth so much different amount of credits at each camp, um, depending on which types that you've killed. And okay. then actual bounties from people that you've killed are worth way more. Um, but that's kind of how the currency is. And there's like a camp that helps you upgrade your motorcycle and another camp that has better guns. Um, the inventory system works in like super slow-mo so you can craft things on the fly. And then there are actual hordes. Uh, the hordes are fucking dangerous as shit. Um, I've got one mission right now where I have to clear out a small horde. The small horde is probably about 100 of them. They all run. They don't. They're not slow. So, and they're all like sleeping in train cars. So I've tried it a few times and decided it's was going to go back later when I have a better arsenal. But I've tried lighting several on fire. I've tried leading them into traps. I've done all sorts of things and I cannot clear it. Then I looked at like higher level encounters and we're talking like 10,000 on screen all like running after you while you're like running through things, running through choke points, setting bombs, all sorts of shit. Yeah. And so it plays a lot like be silent for a while, go ham. And then lose them and go silent for a while. Or, like, I was just watching the, whatever mechanic they're using for the AI behind it, it's almost like water. There's just so, and they're all individualized. We're not talking, like, a whole bunch of clones.
2: Wow. There's
0: probably, there's probably 500 zombie models, something like that. I don't run across a lot of, like, out in the wild, like, you, it happens so fast, you don't really get a good look at what they look like. But in general, like, especially on the big hordes, it doesn't look like they're copying the models that often. The tech behind it's pretty impressive with that stuff. Yeah. So, There's... me personally, it's hard to play that game with the puppy that wants to play all the time. Uh-huh. So, I kind of have to wait till she's like she is right now, where she's very docile and wants to nap and cuddle, or she's, you know, asleep in the octagon. Right. So, and I leave the top open when she's out there with me, so she's... Wants to be picked up for a little bit, I do, or occasionally, I I put up. But I don't want want it to be a place of punishment. Totally
2: wrapped around your finger. Whatever, it's okay.
0: But yeah, Days Gone so far, I'm having a lot of... It's a good palate cleanse right now, because it's different. I know it's a zombie game, but I mean, different from anything I'm playing right now. zombie games. (sighs) It's not a kooky zombie game like a Dead Rising, or, you know, like an Evil Dead kind of thing. Like, they're trying to play it off kind of serious. Yeah. And... The problems I have with the game right now is the gunplay is a little bit. It's very much like Uncharted, um, which didn't have very good gunplay, but it does a pretty good job with the stealth. It does a pretty good job with the focus helps you compensate for that. And you don't always you don't have to shoot a zombie in the head to kill it. You just that's a one shot kill versus like on the weaker shots. ones, it's a couple of body shots that will kill them. So you don't have to go through and do that. the The melee weapons break pretty fast. If you craft a melee weapon, they break way way slower. So it's probably 10 zombie kills with that one melee weapon, and you find stuff to craft melee weapons all over the place. Okay. So they do a pretty good job of saying, like, hey, you have this option. It's just you're going to lose a lot of health if you do just straight melee. And if you're fighting more than two or three of them with melee, like, might as well be just
2: calling it a, a suicide note. Yeah, I, uh, I I, I won't pick up this game because zombies, but um, I, I just I really wish they would move away from this trope uh but uh well, i
0: was looking at world war z but i that's very much a co-op game and it looks like it has objectives kind of like left for dead yeah and so i've been super interested in that but i need somebody to super play it with me and i know that you guys aren't really much into it so it's kind of like well that might back burner for a real long time
2: yeah it's it's not I, another one that's not quite my style um, I would be down. Like, if there's any of the TVGP crew that listens that wants the game, like
0: Bull Girk or any of those Namp or any of those other guys that want to get something like that, I'm, you could probably talk me into it. Yeah. After I'm not at, like on a shoestring budget like I am t- this week.
2: Uh, I just I, I find that the um, that both Days Gone and World War Z is you know outside of being a zombie game, you know I was never really interested in either one. World War Z, of course, I was uh, I automatically dismissed because it's got the same name as a movie, and the the zombies. It's loosely
0: tied to the movie.
2: Yeah, and the zombies move exactly like in the movie, where they do the whole like you know do the zombie pile where they can climb up a wall or whatever. It's like it's like ant shapes. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, um, no, I'm I'm gonna pass. Thanks. Uh, reviews have been kind of you know you know kind of giving it a. You know, giving it a thumbs up because it's, you know, it's the closest thing for Left 4 Dead that we're, you know, that we're going to get uh, yeah. for a bit, uh, if yeah, and, not and ever.
0: Turtle Rock isn't going to be making another Left 4 Dead, I don't right. think.
2: Yeah. So, you know, so that's, you know, that kind of fills that, you know, that niche. But the, uh, you know, but Days Gone, it's, you know, it, yeah, i've I've watched enough of the uh, some some of the coverage and of course some of the glitch videos and stuff like that because it's always interesting to see how these games glitch. Uh, and there was a point where he was somebody was doing something and all of a sudden a horde kind of just spawns on top of them. Uh, and yeah, then, and, I, and then dog piles <laughs> like immediately. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I haven't run into any of that kind of stuff. You know,
0: so it's i think i and i got it two days after release i didn't get it on day one mm-hmm. but i got it about two days after release and started playing it i looked at enough stuff and i saw the stuff about it being broken from different review sites and the thing that i saw was the the video of a guy saying hey i played this because i had a pre-release copy and this was not the game that you wanted to put in a journalist's hands when we started playing it." that yeah the patches they did right up at release for way made a huge difference. Yeah.
2: The other, the other reviews have been, you know, f- relatively positive that I've seen so far. It's got, you know, you know, the, the characters kind of, um, well, I mean, he's a biker, you know, so, yeah. you know, the, the one thing that they, they had kind of pointed out was whenever he uses a melee weapon and he starts yelling, um, he he, he kind of goes a little over the top, from what I understand. Um, I don't know. You could probably attest to that.
0: I guess I haven't noticed it, so it hadn't been over the top to me.
2: Uh, okay. Well like he he has his normal way of talking, and then when he goes to like hit something, he does the the general video game. Yeah, but it doesn't seem right coming out of his voice. Um, so. I I don't know. I mean, I have no horse in this race. So, um... I think if you're, I think if you're a <laughs> Dead Rising fan
0: for fighting big waves of things, uh-huh. I think this does a good job, and it's a slow ramp up for what that kind of stuff. So, like, you have the standard fetch quest, but there's a lot of like, kind of find out what happened here. Like, there's a very big story driven point in this. There's a whole skill system and skill points and XP and all that kind of stuff, so it's a very RPG, and it's spread out enough that you're not just swimming through zombies the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's pockets. Mm-hmm. It's like you would be in the woods, like, yeah, and you'll see them, which is kind of funny, or maybe almost a little re- weirdly realistic. You'll see, like, a herd of deer, and there's, like, four zombies chasing that herd of deer. <laughs> Um, and they also do, the wildlife will attack the fuck out of you, too. Like, I was on my motorcycle, and I was getting chased by a fucking cougar while I was on my motorcycle, and he would not let up. He kept diving, and you've got, like, a little event thing you can do to shoot. Uh-huh. Uh, while you're on your bike, you basically click, like, left top button to lock on, sort of. And then as things get closer, the reticle shrinks so you can shoot and uh-huh. be more accurate. And so you can kind of time it and try to shoot him off you, but it's, he doesn't die in one hit. He dies in, like, four or five hits. So you have a cougar like trying to pounce on you while you're riding your bike, (laughs) Um, just very much like Red Dead where you get attacked by the cougar in the woods kind Mm -hmm. of thing. That's what it was reminding me of. And it's like, well, this is kind of interesting. Um, It does some quick time events that are, they're fairly minor. It's like if you get held down by something, you can mash a button right to get out. And then there's a move that I've unlocked that. You see a little spinning line, and when it lines up with the button prompt, then you click it, and then you can kind of do, like, a stab maneuver to get out. But it does a lot of roll maneuvers, so if you get caught up in stuff, you can kind of do a shoulder roll and get out of things. Or if you're fighting multiple opponents, you can do a shoulder roll to get out of it. Okay. But it, it's kind of interesting. Like, I was clearing out a camp of, I think they were cannibals, and when I cleared them out, Um, as I was clearing them out, there were zombies that were coming in and eating them and then they started fighting them. So they figured out about me for a while and started attacking the zombies. There was a camp that had a pit of zombies with a bunch of bear traps. So I set off all the bear traps and pulled one and then just ran through the camp with a whole horde of zombies. And then they very quickly turned on the zombies instead of me. And then they got overwhelmed by the zombies. And then of course I had to lead this horde that they had of about 50, like around the, around the mountain, to get out of the way, and then I got on my bike and then just hauled ass back to the camp to go pick up loot. So it was a interesting way of clearing it, but it definitely
2: had the ability to do. So they get set up the encounters very uniquely. Yeah, so you can kind of use the zombies as an unintentional weapon. Yeah, you can totally
0: do that. Like, yeah. if you can get, like, there was a group of zombies next to me while I was hiding in, the, you know, tall grass, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So First. hiding in tall grass and i was distracting the zombies and i had distracted one and got it caught in a bear trap well they the people heard the zombie get caught in the bear trap started attacking the zombies with their non-silenced weapons they didn't know is in the train car that was kind of next to them, there was about four or five so they all start running after the people the people start doing that i just kept going over there and knife killing everybody (laughs) while the zombies were attacking the camp
2: wow you're an asshole (laughs) Well, and these guys are assholes, too. Okay.
0: Well, But, yeah, it's just, and then you've got the kid zombies, which are a little bit creepy. They call them newts, and they're like children zombies that crawl around and scream. Okay. They're That's kind, kind of disturbing. Freaking... All right. But, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm having fun. I'm been. It's a very possible game, and very possible game is really good for me right now. Yeah. So, I've been dicking around with it. I probably about 10 hours into it this week. Yeah, it's between that and finally catching up on Daredevil and watching every Marvel movie ever. Period. Well, well are you doing it.
2: the whole Marvel marathon?
0: Yeah, I was, I'm all the way caught up. Okay. Aside from the new movie.
2: I I was wondering how the uh the the Marvel marathon that was in what is it I think it was AMC that was doing it. Yeah. That was like 44 hours worth of fucking Marvel movies back to back. Uh god how many people actually, actually, you know, sat there? She's ready to. She's ready to. You need to take her out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> lot of movie. Yeah, that's that's a uh, forty-four hours of Marvel movies is I, I would consider that all in once, um, being a, um, a a bit
1: much. Um, oh, totally a bit much. Um, though. I have to say, as as popular as those movies are, there are a lot of people that came came into it late. So what it did do was offer a lot of people a way to actually uh, see a lot of the movies that they had seen on the big screen on the big screen. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm fortunate enough; the only one I didn't see on the big screen. Was uh, Doctor Strange, and I kind of wish I had, uh, because that's like my f- one of my top three.
2: I'm thinking, I'm thinking back. I'm trying to f- uh, trying to remember if I would actually gone to see any Marvel movie, um,
1: on the big screen. On the
2: big screen, yeah. Because uh, uh, no, I didn't see Iron Man. Winter Soldier. Nope, I didn't see Winter Soldier shit I still haven't seen Winter Soldier Really? I, <laughs> it's one of the movies that I skipped. Thor of the Dark World I skipped. Uh Winter Soldier, I know it's good, but I I never had the opportunity to actually get my hands on it and just never have. Um
1: and I just swore you went with us to that one. Nope. Nope, that was not me. Oh wait, no, that was David and Aaron. Yeah.
2: So I did not get to see that movie. Um and uh, there, there was just a number of them that just kind of went by, and I never actually got to see them uh, until they came out to DVD or if I could stream it or whatever. And uh, Age of Ultron's another one I haven't seen. Um,
1: oh, it's on Netflix right now.
2: Yeah, I, I just need to watch it. You know, that's yeah. the thing. You know, so I knew about the characters. I knew what the story was because at that point I was not worried about the spoilers or anything like that. Yeah. So. Uh, it's like, all right, well, whatever, it's it's another Marvel movie, uh, you know, and it seemed like there was one coming out every fucking year, so I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is getting, I'm getting used to it now, Um, but, uh, yeah, just the thought of sitting down for 44 hours in a theater, god oh, goddamn, man. Yeah. That theater had to have stunk. <laughs> well, like... Holy one shit. Of best,
1: one of the best non-spoiler like spoiler memes I saw for everything uh, was somebody took a screenshot from Family Guy, scene where Brian's coming out, theater, dude's behind him, pointing at him, saying, there's the guy that peed in the cup. Yeah, that probably <laughs>
2: happened. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm I'm not too happy with my uh my theater going experience. Uh um, yeah. I'm not gonna dog shit the name of this this theater, but it's the one that's close by. Yeah. Uh and uh I can tell you that having not been to uh, a movie theater for uh a fairly large period of time, I think the last Star Wars was the last one I went to. Like, I skipped solo, so it would have been uh the last the Jedi. last Jedi, yeah uh that was the last movie I'd actually seen in a theater uh so that's been what fucking two years almost yeah. uh, you know, so yeah i a year and a half well, uh it would have been you know winter uh year and a half ago uh something like that, but anyway, I hadn't gone to a theater since then. Uh, and I, you know, I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go to Endgame. Sure, it's the last fucking showing of the day, uh, you know, and it's gonna be. It's uh, you're getting into the spaghetti kid, so we can't have that. All right. uh,
1: puppy and cords.
2: Pu- puppy and cords, man. Uh, uh, thanks for uh,
0: saving me from the poop disaster.
2: Uh, but yeah, the, you're welcome. But uh, well, she was pooching. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the thing is, is I went into that theater and it was fucking disgusting. Like the place had not been cleaned all Wait. day. It seemed like, no,
1: you have been to a movie theater since the last Jedi. What? When you and I went and saw Deadpool two.
2: Oh, that's right. Yep. All right. You're, yeah. you, you got me. Um, I gotcha, but Booyah. it was, uh, uh, it, it had not. It's. It still had been a while. I mean, Deadpool yeah. two is still. You know, still a year old, at least. So, exactly a year <laughs> old, almost. <laughs> Look at this
3: part. <laughs> Wow.
2: Um, you know, so it's been. Uh, it's been a minute, but I, I expected the theater to be kind of clean. And uh, it was. It was. It looked like it had not been cleaned all fucking day. Like there was shit everywhere. Like I i was looking for a, a a chair that did not have fucking popcorn and fucking oil stains and shit all over it it was what theater was this i i don't want to dog shit the theater's name but it's the yeah. one that's real close to my place
1: uh probably lazy staff that day
2: yeah and it was it was just uh it, it was not a good experience <laughs> Like I, I don't go to movie theaters very often, and I think that's why. Uh, I just I, and unless it's the one that's in town, the the one that's got the VIP booths and stuff like that. You know that that place is actually taken care of. Yeah, um, and you
0: spend an extra six dollars for your ticket for a yeah, reason. It's
2: fine, but that's that's the you know that's kind of the reason. It's one of those dinner in a movie kind of places where you can get the VIP booth. Uh, you get your own special you know, your your own audio feed in a booth that's not gonna have like screaming kids or anything like that. That's my finger, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> she she likes to chew on fingers, apparently. Or or just my finger. I don't know. Um No, she does that to me too. Okay. Well probably weaned too early. You are you are okay. cute, but that's I could take her if you no, need me to she's just tasting me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I kind of wish that the, uh, the movie going experience was a little better, but, um, I I hadn't seen, uh, uh, Captain Marvel either. So, but
1: yeah, that, I haven't either.
2: That was one of those, um, movies where I was told you could kind of take it or leave it. It's not, not going to really affect end game outside of just as a character, you know? Yeah. I
0: hadn't seen it.
2: So, um, you, you're you just kind of get her backstory it's a backstory movie um but yeah the kind of wish it was a a better experience but whatever maybe i could go to one of those really expensive places oh yeah i work nights fuck um <laughs> the, so yeah um as far as like uh as far as games man i i don't know man i'd i'd I had a really rough week. Uh, this week just work, uh, work wise. So, just getting uh getting some extra time to do you know to do games was, uh not very. Uh, not very consistent. I, I played a little bit of Division, but that's you know I'm still I'm, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm kind of waiting. You know, they've got the public test realm, and I can I've played a, a couple hours of that just to see what they're changing. But honestly there isn't any motivation for me to continue playing it right now until they actually do the patch. The big fucking patch that's supposed to fix basically everything and break everything that's currently working. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, so there's no reason for me to play at the moment. Uh, so I did actually pick up satisfactory. Uh, I had thought about, thought about it after you said you got it
0: it's very much up your alley um at least i think so
2: yeah am i right yeah it's i mean i'm still kind of at the point where i was and you know in the closed beta uh where i'm still kind of going up through the through the tiers uh and you know you know just kind of building my base but uh i still enjoy it it's you know it's Factorio in 3D with a couple extra twists. Um, So i I I've been enjoying my time with it. I just haven't been able to focus my time into it. I'm going to probably do uh, more uh, satisfactory this weekend. Uh, See if I can get past where I was in the uh, in the total tier list and get into a factory that's somewhat self sustaining. Uh, Still haven't figured out exactly where things are what to do or what the best way of doing things is uh, but that's kind of the that that's kind of the the draw to this game for me is yeah. just to uh I'll explore it.
0: figure it out it's it's really rewarding i think
2: yeah it's um uh, because it is an, uh it, it is an early access it's still kind of rough around the edges in certain spots like there's some uh quality of life changes that they could do, uh, that would make me very happy. For instance, not having to, you know, not having to put a, uh, a, an extractor in my hand and then place it, you know, being able to put it onto like a hotkey instead of using it, using the hotkey that's just a build option, uh, or, Whenever you, whenever you place an an extractor like a portable extractor, you have to take away your zapper, or whatever yeah. weapon you're holding in your hand for that period of time. I feel like that would be needs to be fixed, or
0: it, can it be fixed around? Because that's the only issue I have is it. You're building, and then you need one of your your weapons, and so you have to like open inventory real quick and select it and drop it in your hand.
2: Right, and there isn't there there isn't a, uh, an easy way for that to be fixed as far as or as far as what's in the game currently. So, um, if they could make if they could make some quality of life changes as far as how inventory management works and how your uh, uh, how your little zap weapon at the beginning of the game works, or I'm not sure if you get, end up getting better weapons. Yeah, you do.
0: There's a there's a weapon tier.
2: Okay. All right. So I haven't even gotten that far. Um, yeah, just being able to manage whatever you're holding in your hand as far as a builder uh, versus a weapon, uh, having a, a an ability to uh, quick swap that. It could be something just as simple as having it be bound to the, you know, the... The the, one key. the mouse roll wheel, in fact, just being able to kind of scroll up on your mouse to be able to go through all of your handhelds, that would be really nice. So having, uh you know, having your portable extractors and your builders and all of your weapons or something like that, something, you, you know, that you have in your inventory selectable that way. Yeah. You know you know, that way to you know eliminate having to have a you know, a character slot specific to it. Uh, because then you can just, you know, select through things and then go to selecting, you know, bare hands if you need to. I don't know. It's these are the things that you could leave leave as feedback for the developers cause, uh they're still taking feedback for uh for patches and whatnot. And it's not a full release, so um I anticipate it to be a fairly good uh, fairly good game, especially if you like factory games, like Factorio.
0: I can't think of a lot of other factory games, but I can tell you it's basically 3D Factorio. There's, there's fact, a couple more. In fact, so there is at least a tweet I've been following Satisfactory on, actually on our TiltCast Twitter. Mm-hmm. And there was a tweet they put out of them going to lunch with the people from Factorio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, uh, they, they, they they're very of,
0: uh, very aware of their similarities but it's a different game.
2: Yeah, they they drew a lot of their uh their like their belt style and the uh you know how factories kind of work uh from Factorio so it's it's uh it it makes sense like what you know what they're doing with it. Uh so going from Factorio to Satisfactory is you know it's fairly easy to brain you know they're unique in different ways, but you know Satisfactory is. Uh, I, I like the 3D ab- abilities from Satisfactory to be able to, to to make more complex machines in a 3D space. It is, I think it's
0: in some ways harder because of the problem solving up in a 3D space.
2: Oh yeah, I mean trying to work out like conveyor belts up a hill or down a hill or uh, or over a cliff or.
3: Uh, I'll give you a tip on things. that.
0: Just use the conveyor belt poles to help you with that, and you eventually get adjustable poles. Oh, okay. And then you'll get walls that have slots in them, so you can run the belts through the slots.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at getting you know one of the things that you do with uh, with the factories is to build kind of on a factory floor, so you end up using a fuckload of concrete or whatever uh, to be able to build a building essentially that houses right. your factory uh and i didn't know that there was doors with with slots that allows the conveyor belts to go through that's kind of cool um so you can have your extract you know your mineral extractors uh go through set up uh set up your uh your smelters on the outside and be able to you do can... raw materials in So, and you'll end up with faster belts
0: too, but so where the tier that I was on without faster belts, um, I had a belt split into three from one mineral source and I had it going to three smelters and then from three smelters to three different items. Right. Right. So it, it gets, and then that just continues to get more complex because then you got everything that you're, it's trying to get the speed right so that it's most efficient. Right. And you can underclock things, too. So keep that in mind, and that'll help you with your efficiency. Okay. So you could, if your smelter's going too fast, you could underclock the smelter. So and, that it's going just the right speed to give you the right amount of material and the right amount of time. And underclocking it reduces the power draw? It does reduce power draw. It also so, reduces the actual
1: speed, too.
2: Right. But the I, I noticed that You can the power- overclock, too. I noticed that power draw was, you know, was was something to worry about at least early games. So. Well, and I've got, you get automated trucks that you can set routes for, so you
0: can set them to deposit stuff in a bin that can have belts running from it. So you could oh. set up, instead of setting something up a mile away, you could drive a truck over there and then set a route for that truck and then let that truck deliver something, say like coal, to a hopper and then that hopper feeds something else that feeds a generator.
2: Oh, man, that's fucking amazing. See, I haven't Some gotten of the things, to the... the but,
0: that. right, and then even with cutting stuff down, so right now you're probably picking up a bunch of leaves to fill your bio things. Yeah,
2: biomass, yay.
0: So you can get a chainsaw, and with the chainsaw, just go down and cut down a forest, and then bring back all of that, turn it into biomass, and then eventually get a better quality biomass for biofuel. Mm. And the biofuel you can use to fuel those generators as well.
3: Sweet.
0: So... You could just go around with a chainsaw and just cut down part of a forest, bring that back, and really you probably need to figure out where coal is too while you're doing that so you know what you're kind of planning ahead to where you're going to set it up.
2: There's a a couple. uh, I noticed a boulder as I was exploring because I I just created a game and and equipped the uh, zapper and just started walking places. Didn't worry about like building anything. You You don't have to eat food or anything. So I, I just decided to go walking, and I noticed there's some boulders that have cracks in them. Um,
0: there's also caves and things like that, mm-hmm. there's different environments you can spawn in that have different types of resources or different placement of resources mm-hmm. and different challenges. You also find that there are more challenging monsters, so to speak, right than the initial ones. Yeah, the ones um, that shoot fire and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, or, but, yeah, and you get, like, a melee weapon, which is what I have right now, which helps with some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you can jump pretty fucking high too. Um, overall, like it's it's a pretty complex game um, that just continues to get more complex as you go. I like the space elevator. I've got a space elevator right now. Oh yeah, and it send you send up materials, and as you're sending up different types of materials or components or whatever, it unlocks different tiers. So just kind of focus on going through the tiers, and then until you get to a place where you got stuff that you want. And then kind of build up around that, and then focus on the tiers again, till you get to a place where you want, and then kind of build up again and re. You can you get a hundred percent refund on everything, so you can deconstruct and replace stuff if you screw it up. So I had been I started like three different games because I kept going and fucking up my placement of shit. Uh, and finally, I was like, I can just deconstruct un- it all. Literally deconstruct it all, and materials stay places. I think at least for a very long time so if i don't have enough places in my pockets to hold everything while i'm deconstructing i can leave it there for a second then go deposit stuff then come back and pick it up
2: okay yeah i uh m- m- my my elbow is starting to get warm yeah she's that's... breathing into my elbow she's very <laughs> warm-blooded but yeah um uh yeah i i've been uh, i've been playing around with that and i think i'm going to hit that uh, that game a little harder this weekend as I get time. Um, I've got it. I just
0: haven't messed with it much because, again, no
2: pause. Yeah. Because There's... I have pause. Uh, true. Pa- pa- you need pause for pause. Need pause for pause.
1: Horrible puns.
2: <laughs> Stop peeing into the fucking back to the microphone. P- Damn it.
1: Please.
2: Look at the fucking. Look at this! Sp- yeah, <laughs> I mean, we can all see the freaking waveform now, you asshole. We'll just make
1: it a he kind of. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what is this? We're gonna. I'm doing it just to annoy him now. Yeah, we're in we to- a good
2: spot for a break. Yes, I that would be great. Are. So now I can like find the spot with all the peas, so I can you know, basically mute him. Um. All right, we'll be back. Now you can do it. Wow. <laughs>
0: My hands have been the, weakened from the puppy.
2: The slowest cran can crack ever. cran cake. cran Crancake.
0: Yeah, it's a it's just a soda.
2: Just a soda. Yeah. Just it's one of those soda. those
0: rando things I get from like the health food store.
2: Ah, gotcha. Okay. That's alright. Hey, 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 I, I got a soda stream, man. Yeah? That uh, that was uh, just reminded me of like off brand stuff like, oh hey, I got a fucking soda stream, so I decided to you know to get that shit, so I, I'm not sure if I brought it up or not, but fuck it, I've been enjoying the fuck out of it
0: yeah I have um, a I have that ice cream maker that I haven't been able to use yet, it's one of the things I look forward to when my girlfriend comes back from Florida like.
2: So. We're talking about getting appliances for like the, our, our living stuff, man. We we basically turned basic. Um, <laughs> I get excited about that stuff. I got a new appliance. We we're talking about repainting. we were talking about shit.
0: repainting the the cabinets, and my doors, and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm kind of all right with this. Yeah, yeah. My house has been plain as fuck for years.
2: Well, I still don't have anything up on my walls, and I've I worked at that apartment for fucking. Almost I only have four things on now. these
0: walls, and that's because it sound dampening material well and some flags we had we had we to, have a brotherhood of steel flag and an assassin's creed flag in here
2: assassin's yep. creed 3 flag yeah um I mean,
0: it was it came with it yeah right the brotherhood was donated donated by holly
2: yeah and i really like the brotherhood of steel flag just i stare at it every day or every time i'm in here so uh i don't have a choice it's a good flag <laughs> it's Fallout as <is> fuck yeah <laughs> it
0: is maybe i should just hang that in my living room for a while <clears throat>
2: Uh you're probably gonna have problems with that.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: pro- oh yeah, puppy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just, well, so f-
1: go ahead, Jason. Speaking of uh speaking of video games.
2: I don't have a left hand. It is <laughs> melded with puppy. Um
1: but that's the recently released the requirements for rage two.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that comes out this
1: month, doesn't it?
2: You know what, I'm picking that up. I looked at some of the gameplay that they've released so far, and it looks it looks much better than the original Rage, of course, because, I mean, how many fucking generations have happened since then? But it, uh, it's got feelings of Bulletstorm, and I'm one of those weird people that actually kind of liked Bulletstorm. I actually
3: like
0: Bulletstorm, too, I have both editions, and i I know there's a lot of dick tits and shit like that in that game, but, like, it, the whole, like, juggle mechanic was pretty fun.
2: It's, uh, you, you end up, there was, uh, from the video game ba- gameplay that I saw of Rage 2, there's there's some opportunities to do some of the, uh, the, the juggle style, uh, shots, which, uh, which reminded me of Storm. Uh, quite
0: a bit. Well, with it being a, uh, I know it's published by Bethesda or Zenimax or whoever, but that being another ID game, like the gunplay in Rage One was good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just, just uh, it, set, it was just a little bit hollow. They wanted to do more with the open
1: portion of the world and failed I, horribly. I think at think they it. and ended up going back to the,
0: quarter shooting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the with the first one, it it seemed like they concentrated on trying to make the. The world open and trying to make the world look as good as it could, which I mean, at the time that released, it looked excellent. But yeah. I think they spent way too much worrying about the looks and not the mechanics and not the mechanics or the gameplay.
2: I mean, I, I beat um, it, but it was not a uh, not a game I was going to ray home. It was to.
1: a short beat. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the recommended requirements, yeah, um, are an i seven. 4770 or a Ryzen 5 1600. Wow. Okay. Um, With either the NVIDIA 1070 with eight gig RAM or a AMD Vega 56 with eight gigs, you'll need 50 gigs storage space. Wow. Okay. So
2: yeah, 50 gigs for a shooter. Yeah,
1: I can see that. Um. What gets me is the minimum requirements. I don't see how a game that looks that pretty could run on one of these. But apparently, uh, all you need is a 780 with three gigs of RAM or an AMD R9 280.
2: You've never seen potato mode on some of these games, <laughs>
1: huh? Well, it
0: is kind of famous for being able to do potato mode pretty yeah. well.
2: Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's all the uh, the engine you know, when it comes to potato mode, what the engine can turn off. Yeah. Um so that it you can so that you can at least get some of the, you know, you're at that point just experiencing the base polygons and some mechanics. Uh you're not getting any anything eye candy wise.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um also uh in other release related news, uh Sega unveiled ten more of the games that'll be Available on the Mega Drive Mini when it releases in September. Oh, boy. Um, So, they confirmed Castle of Illusion. Okay. uh, World of Illusion. uh Thunder Force 3. Okay. Super Fantasy Zone. Uh, Shinobi 3. Okay. Streets of Rage 2. All right. Earthworm Jim. Okay. eh. Sonic 2. Okay. The only good one. Contra Hard Corps. Okay. And land stalker. Uh, that's actually hardcore. Or uh, it says corp. Uh, okay. It might be a mistype, but no, no. I mean that's core, like Marine Corps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. It's the Marine Corps, sir.
2: Oh my gosh! All right, we're <laughs> we're not getting into this.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, so I mean, the, about half of those are decent. Mm. Yeah. My wife's going to want this thing.
2: I don't see why I would pick one up. I mean, the they're, they're basically just marketing those towards uh, people that are old enough to remember them from the original. They're marketing nostalgia, right, Nas? Um, yes. They're marketing you. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> they're. Uh, <laughs> They're marketing it so that those people who remember the re- initial releases can pick them up again. Um, honestly, God, I, I I know it makes more sense as far as money-wise is concerned, and that's what makes the world go around, so this is the way it's going to be for these. Uh, but they have the fucking ROMs for these. They have the ROMs for every fucking game that they've put out, I'm sure. They've got the code for it somewhere in a vault, saved. You know, they can put whatever fucking games that they want to put on there as long as they can get licensing deals for it. So, what I don't under-fucking-stand is why they're making more limited versions of these fucking consoles. You know, where if they wanted to really fucking like, bank, make bank on these damn things, build a ROM machine that plays licensed ROMs. Yep. You know, it's kind of like the Nintendo classic store, only it's its own fucking device. Yep. And you buy the license to it and it's licensed to that device. And then you could play them completely offline without having to do anything.
1: Yep. I, you know,
2: that, that would make way more sense than having a bunch of mini consoles around. Um, because they all run, and I'm, uh, they're they're all running basically a Raspberry Pi. They're all running a, a an emulator machine. Yep. You know, so it, it just it drives me crazy that there's yet another one of them coming out because you know the and it was the freaking Nintendo Classic that basically started this whole fucking fad. It did. Uh you know yeah i bought the super nintendo classic but i also basically believe wholeheartedly believe that from my childhood the super nintendo was the shit uh and <laughs> it, you know, it was that had all of the games that i loved there was so many good games for the super nintendo i was like all right well they could basically throw in almost anything from the super nintendo era onto that you know you know onto that mini device and I would be happy with it. And I am. I have there's quite a few games on there that I'm ex, you know I'm, I'm I'm all right with. Uh, there's a few that I probably won't ever play but there's more than what you just rattled off for the Sega. Uh, yeah. You know, oh version, no, so. there
1: definitely is. Um <clears throat> and then in other news, um for all the PUBG players in Nepal Oh boy! The Nepal Supreme Court actually issued a temporary order to halt the ban of ban of PUBG, which the government put in place on April eleventh. Okay. Um, basically they tried uh try banning it because of loot boxes, right?
2: Oh, jeez, seriously? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and the Supreme Court said, "Well, hold your horses." So for now. Those players can get back to the game until further litigation goes through. Um, also, re- also released this week, uh, Valve kind of premiered their VR headset.
2: Yeah, so the Index
1: Man—that's <laughs> the thing.
2: That thing. I, as soon as, as soon as it came up, as soon as I noticed it come up up on uh, Steam for pre-order, I uh, posted a picture of the entire package. Uh, to our little secret group, and uh, the uh, the price tag was what Ooh. I was what I was kind of highlighting there. The entire package, if you had, uh, if you needed the headset, the knuckles, controllers, and two base stations, was nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. And I said holy fuck, man, VR is already kind of As a As if sell. the entry
1: gate to VR isn't already yeah. expensive enough. Yeah,
2: you have to have a machine that's VR-ready, and that's not a small feat. Uh, you need to have some decent power in your system to be able to run VR, uh, and that's asking those people who already spent probably 1000 to $2,000 on their machine to spend another $1,000 for a headset And if you're buying this headset, you probably have not picked up, you know, on VR before because, I mean, from me, having a a Rift, I would not want to spend another $1,000 on a completely new VR setup, even though the the specs, the tech specs are really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... And apparently, pre-orders for this headset sold out in, like, 15 Less minutes. than an hour.
2: 15 minutes. Pre-orders for the, for the headset and the knuckle combo sold out in 15 minutes. I will say, I
0: know some people that do VR where I work, uh-huh. and one of the people that kind of helped me with shopping for VR was telling me that the all this stuff works, the components, individual components, work with a Vive setup, too. Yeah. So he's getting the knuckles for his Vive setup.
2: Yeah, so the knuckle controllers are f- phenomenal. Actually, that, those... Have enough tech in them that I was looking into how I could get the knuckles working with a Oculus, uh, because the uh, the the knuckles have the ability to track your finger positions. So the they're kind of built like sticks almost, but you're uh, you have a uh, a band that goes over the the top end of your knuckles. Kind of the whole right. point of those, right? They're called the index controllers now, but they originally were called knuckles for that reason. Um, but as you wrap your hand around the uh, the uh, the the shaft of the uh, controller, <laughs> uh, it will sense where your fingers are, so you can kind of do this and see that your fingers are are doing the uh, the walking finger thing. Uh, you know, in game. And they're pressure sensitive, so the more you squeeze on the controller, the it, it will have an effect in the game. Uh, so one of the uh, one of the demos was picking up a rock, and then squeezing it to break the rock. Yeah, you know, so that you know, and that's a really interesting thing. It adds a little more immersion to it. You can kind of grab with, you know, the current controllers with the Vive, and you know, pretty much any, any other thing but, You have a grip. But button. it's a
1: button. Yeah, you
2: have a button pressed to grip, and it grips with all four of your fingers. Uh, You know, so you have the option of gripping or not gripping, but you don't have the ability to lightly pick something up or pick something up with just two fingers or something like that. Um, So it's interesting to see that kind of tech put into it. Of course, you have to have a game that's built for it. Uh, You know, so... It's another one of those, we have the tech, you have to build the game, uh, you know, for it and VR games are few and far between anyway. So getting into this right now, I don't think is the best idea. And that's why I haven't, I didn't even think about pre-ordering this because A, I already have an Oculus and works just fine, uh, and B, um, the, uh, the, the price tag right now is quite high. Uh, if I when I upgrade again from where I'm at right now, that
0: might be the thing that
2: makes that that makes more sense for you going from a Windows Mixed Reality headset to uh, to something that is both inside out and outside in tracked, because uh, that's what the you know that's what the Index does is it's got inside out cameras. And it's using the base station, so it's got much. It's on paper, it has better tracking uh, than most any other headset, because it uses it takes advantage of both styles of uh, of tracking, which is great, uh, and that makes it. You know, the most
0: crazy thing I saw in there was 144 hertz. Experimental mode on it.
2: Yeah, so it's, it runs at 120, but you which can, is still higher than a lot of headsets. And uh, a, another one of the tech specs that uh, that kind of you know is overlooked is the way that they have their pixels aligned. Uh, so the the pixels are in, aligned in a uh, in a 3D fashion, and the way that that works is it allows them to light the pixels. Uh, smoothly and reduce or completely eliminate the screen door effect which is a massive problem with VR headsets. I don't notice it too much though. I
0: don't I don't anymore. Now when you now with super sampling being built into Steam. Yeah. Like because things natively will set, it, you don't change graphic settings the same way in VR as you do on a regular game. No. You change the sampling mode is what you do. Right. And so, you'll be running it at whatever the native resolution it is for your headset, and then super sample that in order to get a better picture. So, for example, Elite Dangerous, which isn't a native VR game, but it has a lot of VR support, like, it. once you've turned the super sampling up to a certain texture, like, it's almost unnoticeable.
2: Yeah. The, and the screen it's door a, effect's always going to be there, because that's part of the hardware. That's part of the screen itself. But... You get it to a point where uh, everything else is so sharp that you just kind of blank it out. You can kind of just not see it. You know, you can t- tune it out. Well, it's it like out.
0: you have about five more degrees FOV than I do, but after a certain amount of time when I'm in that headset, yeah. I stop noticing it.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's for the, it's the same reason why you don't see your nose when you look at, you know, when it, when you just open your I eyes. I just saw my nose. Yeah, everybody just now saw their nose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your nose is always in your vision, but you you know, but you tune it out. Your brain tunes it out. Uh, so you don't always see your nose until you consciously look for your nose. Pretty much. Um, that it's for me, it's the same way for the screen door effect. I I don't notice it after I start playing it. Maybe like when I first start up the game, or if I'm looking at something that's really bright. Uh, that will be noticeable, and then it just kind of fades away. I'm, you know, I go into the experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, going to you know, I getting to say, a, the
0: actual resolution on that's not higher than what I have. I'm just assuming it has a much higher quality screen. It does wider FOV and a much higher response rate than what I have. Yeah,
2: the uh, the the index tech specs look really good, uh, and if there was anything that went wrong with my oculus uh or i you know i I just come into an extra bunch of cash well i would definitely go into it
0: in my head it's one of those things where you're looking at the um overall experience right when vr games come to a point where we're getting a plethora of them yeah and it's almost on the same schedule of release of major quality titles as regular games that might be the time I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time to finally make the jump.
2: Yeah, the, the and um,
0: hopefully by that point it's not a thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at, at five hundred dollar
0: price point.
2: Yeah, I might jump on it. I'm looking at th- this going down. Probably it's not going to go down to five hundred dollars. I don't think. Um, but seeing it down a couple to of seven again. or eight would probably be about the the right area. Um, I was kind of expecting it not to sell out right away. Uh, but I was thinking while on the John just before I came over here and I said, well, look at it this way. That that sale wasn't just for Joe Schmo, you know, Home Gamer. That was open market. What's on the open market right now? There's a bunch of fucking VR parlors. Like, fucking places that that want to have the latest and greatest fucking, you know, VR experiences that probably yeah. would have bought the fuck out of those. Uh, you know, so I imagine that, you know, the people who actually ended up pick, you know, picking these things up weren't the home gamers. It was probably more the VR, uh, the VR arcade style people that went out and bought like 10 units to fill their VR parlor with, you know, S- you know, just to, you know, to have that latest, you know, that latest stuff, which is fine. That gives people an opportunity to try it out before they decide to go buy it. But yep. I think it's so. Uh, but if that's what happened, I'm not sure if that is. But if that's if that's what happened, that would give uh, Valve a uh, a false sense that this uh, this is a hit, because uh, those VR parlors only need to buy it once. You know. <laughs> Uh, whereas they need to really market it towards, uh, you know, getting it into homes instead of those businesses. You know, so it, it looks good, but I think the price tag's a little high. Uh, yeah, I mean, even the, you know, even the index controllers and so the knuckle controllers are like 250 bucks by themselves. So those are really expensive controllers. I mean, there's a lot of tech in them, but stupid expensive for controllers yeah the
0: price of a switch you can get controllers
2: yeah it's it's they're they're a little a little pricey but again they're the newest thing on the market right now uh and uh sure this is a pre-order thing and if you wanted to get it like on the day that it released that was the only way you were going to do it uh but I would be more interested in once they actually ship getting, you know, and getting them into some like YouTube reviewers hands uh, with the production model, the consumer model, instead of the pre-production, you know, development kits uh, and seeing what the actual difference is between the two Um, getting, you know, there's a couple YouTube channels that I follow that has VR news that are you know, that are going to get them. So I'm interested to see what their, uh, their final verdict is on the, on the consumer. I model. mean,
0: I don't normally just like pimp somebody, but I think when Linus gets a hold of it, that would be somebody I'd probably watch. Well, uh,
2: Linus does, uh, Linus does actually, uh, watch the VR, uh, space whenever the new VR models come out, like the, you know, the, the massive 4k fucking, you know, VR headset that, you know, that came out recently. He's, he he's been pretty critical of it uh and yeah. the uh the manufacturer for it actually t- uh, took his criticism and is making you know making improvements to it which is good um the uh but there's other youtube channels that uh that deal specifically with vr uh you know that are also looking into like vr games and doing reviews for vr games uh that I'm interested to see if these, uh, if this index actually has a, a effect, uh, to you know, to improve the quality of existing games and to see what kind of games are built
1: with the knuckles controllers in mind. Yeah, um, and then the last bit of news I had. Did you um, fart? It's you... actually not video game related. <laughs> Did you fart? You fucking like cute ass puppy
2: farted in my lap. <laughs> Oh, my God, dog farts are bad. She's comfy.
3: She's comfy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh,
2: You you stink so much
1: right
3: now.
1: So, earlier in the show, we were talking about spoilers, and that just spoiled Rusty. Um, Well, I mean, she about pooped in my lap.
0: I think she's pooching again. Do you want to take her out?
3: I don't want to take
0: her. It's easy. See how happy she is? She's in a pooping mood.
1: So, see, she's so comfy and relaxed. Um,
2: she, she she just drilled one into my thigh.
1: So, <laughs> uh,
3: of course, she's
2: relaxed. I would. Uh, I, what do you feel like when you're fucking like? Hey, right so after she's you comfortable fart?
0: enough to fart in your lap. Uh, <laughs> so.
1: Still burying her little head in your arm.
3: Uh, I'm just so going to be cute, cute when I fart.
1: Back to spoilers.
2: That was pretty spoilery.
1: <laughs> a, uh, that was
2: eye wateringly spoilery.
1: A Philippines cable network by the name of Orient Cable and Telecommunications is actually being sued for airing a pirated version of Avengers Endgame. Oh my and God. And this wasn't even a good pirated version. This was a cam. Oh, boy. It was a cam. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the studio currently is actually being sued by, uh, the theater distribution company down there.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Um, and the company could face fines of up to $30,000, which is probably a whole lot down there.
2: Well, I, don't I mean... Answer the fact is that's actually quite um, light compared to uh
1: what... the thing I find interesting is the fact that I have not been able to find a uh an article that says disney's in on this yet
2: oh Disney'll probably find a way um uh, oh, yeah. they're 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 looking at it I'm sure. Uh, the, the idea behind the, uh, the, the legal act that they broke, I want, I read this, uh, this article is, uh, there was, a uh, an act that was entitled, uh, cam, uh, camcorder act of, uh, what, two, uh, 2010 or something like that. Uh, and that was the maximum penalty. Uh, the also, you know, on top of the penalty, there's also, uh, uh, there's also uh, jail time possibilities for the executives, but it's not likely that that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, the sucky part about it is is that it was on a on a pay per view channel. Uh, yep. It was a cam on a pay per view channel, uh, and the uh, the customers were like, "Take it down. We don't want this." We don't want it. We want to see it in the theaters. This, and the people who did see it, like he said, said it was a very low-quality cam. You know? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I have seen cam movies before. You know, they're not the greatest quality. Uh, I don't necessarily go out my, out of my way to find them, but somebody gave me one. And, and they're like, okay, I don't want this, but whatever. Uh, and... Um, I saw one and I'm like, yeah, this is, this isn't worth it. Like this is sure. You're seeing the content of the movie, but you're basically like, you know, you're, you're kind of cheating yourself out of the experience. It's not even a good quality situation. So, uh, having seen this movie, you want that quality. Holy fuck. There's a lot going on.
1: Oh yeah, there Um,
2: is. But yeah, the, uh, uh that's kind of a uh, kind of a weird situation. Uh, I knew it was gonna happen. I knew somebody was gonna cam it. I knew somebody was gonna throw it up, you know you know, on whatever the equivalent of Pirate Bay is now. Um you know you know, share it somehow. Uh but um Yeah, don't don't if if you're tempted to do that, don't. It's worth the freaking you know, eight to $10 for a freaking ticket to go see it on the theaters.
1: Oh yeah. You know, Definitely. Well, and, I mean, you I want these movies to continue to happen. Watch what you get it. back. Yeah. I mean, you want them keep making these movies? Go well, pay for it.
2: This, this movie was built for the fans. Yep. This, this was the, you know, this and, uh, you know, infinity war, uh, both of those movies were built specifically to, you know, to tie up an entire saga of movies, you know, so it pulls everything together for one big battle. Uh, it's built for the fans. So if the fans don't pay for it, that's kind of a, you know, kick in the nuts. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I purchased a ticket for it, and I don't purchase tickets very often that has to say something um that uh that said, it's already like breaking basically all the records, so as far as ticket sales are concerned, like made a billion in the first weekend or some shit jeez yeah it's it's nuts, like absolute nuts that that movie prints money so much uh that yeah, they could afford the star power that they put into it. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um but yeah, the yeah. I I was I was kind of interested to see that the uh that people who saw it up were actively trying to contact people with that uh with that cable company trying to get them to take it down because they didn't want the the movie spoiled for them. That's 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 some dedication. That's fan dedication right there. I don't want to see it on your shitty freaking pay-per-view. I want to go to the theaters. Thanks. Oh, my God. Dog, can you be any more cute,
1: even though you are a fart bum? pretty much everything I found. Uh Well, do we want to go ahead and close out the show, then? Sure. I think we're in a good spot. Yeah. Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel youtube.com slash The Real Telcast, and search for us on iTunes.
0: Find friends of the show. We've got For the Love of Gaming. We've got NoQuarters.net. We've got BV, TB, uh, BMFCast.com oh and TVGP.TV. They still do podcasts. Yeah, do. And with that, it's the end of the damn show.
1: All right. All right. Peace.